What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Zach Attacks. This podcast is sponsored by Twisted Irons Craft Brewing Company, located on Ruther Drive in Newark, Delaware. I am not drinking any beer right now because I got to go work open mic night at Twisted Irons tonight. We do that every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Get a lot of great musicians coming in there. A lot of musicians that I am going to have on this podcast. But I just wanted to do a quick podcast today because the lineup for Firefly Festival 2022 just came out. And I just want to give my initial reactions on what we're working with. So first off, it doesn't look like anybody needs to go to Vegas to go see My Chemical Romance. This is not the only other date that MyChem has for their tour. I mean, obviously, the massive stadium tour that they were supposed to do still hasn't been rescheduled, but they're still locked in for Riot Fest in Chicago. Obviously, they're playing Las Vegas, and now we know that they're playing Firefly as well. There's also a lot of other bands that kind of fit within that realm on the lineup so it could be worth it for a lot of the pop punk fans to be coming out to this for example we have green day as another one of the headliners i'll just go through the four headliners real quick you have halsey my chemical romance green day and dula lipa um i gotta say though i think that Green Day's probably going to be one of the least exciting of the four headliners. I mean, yeah, Green Day's a great band. They're also probably the oldest band on this entire lineup, which is kind of unfortunate. I actually expected them to get some legacy artists this year, just considering all the things that Bonnaroo has to offer. For example, Dixie Chicks, they're playing uh, Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo also has Stevie Nicks, which I was really hoping Firefly would get this year. Uh, They have Tool on Bonnaroo. So, I mean, it's... It's interesting that Firefly took such a a younger direction here with the lineup than some of the other festivals have this year, but maybe that'll be what gets them the crowd that they're looking for. Who knows? But anyway, yeah, Green Day, I mean, they haven't put out like new good music since probably 21 Guns. I mean, you know, there was a couple songs on the Uno Dos Trey. I, I don't know. They still are putting out new music. I'm sure that there's people that are excited to see Green Day. Um, I really like Halsey, so that's exciting. She was going to be on the 2020 lineup, which of course got canceled. I probably would have rather have seen her then, though, because I think that Manic was her best album. But, I mean, the new one's pretty solid, too. I think that Halsey will definitely put on a good show. Dua Lipa, without a doubt, will be a good show. Obviously excited for My Chemical Romance. Like, how, how could you not be? That's going to be something that I think is going to be the main draw this year, which is an interesting main draw. Even down to some of the artists on the lineup last year, like, I'd imagine that Billie Eilish or, like, Lizzo or The Killers even... Tame Impala, all the headliners last year probably have bigger followings than My Chemical Romance. Maybe I'm just thinking of it as that, you know, they have kind of like their cult following, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe My Chemical Romance following does go mainstream enough that people all over the place are still going to want to come out to see them. I mean, obviously they're like the emo band, but I feel like their reach can kind of go a little bit beyond that. Also on the lineup, we have Weezer. Weezer's played Firefly a ton of times. I've seen Weezer at Firefly twice before. They are always great, though. I mean, they have so many hits. You go see Weezer, and it's just like they're just playing 
hit after hit after hit. You know all the songs that they're playing. So they're going to be awesome. Got the Kid Leroy up in the second line of the lineup. It's crazy how fast he's gotten so big. I mean, you know, he's a huge pop star right now. I actually saw him come out with Justin Bieber at Made in America Festival last year. I think that's all I personally need. I do think that a lot of younger fans are going to be really excited to see him. Got Big Sean on the lineup, one of my favorite rappers. But at the same time, J. Cole's playing Bonnaroo. I would have much rather have seen a J. Cole headliner on this lineup than Big Sean. But hey, I guess that works. Zed and Porter Robinson, two of the essential uh, EDM artists, of course. And then we got Gunna on the second line. I don't know if Gunna's really like a huge enough performer to really fill out this spot. But, I mean, he definitely has the hits and catalog at this point. Gunna actually played Firefly in 2019 as well. And then under Gunna, we have Avril Lavigne. Obviously, uh, looking at the When We Were Young Fest, you get two of the artists that I haven't seen before on the Firefly lineup between My Chemical Romance and Avril Lavigne. I think that she will definitely be a huge draw for this festival. We got Jamie XX, Griffin, relatively popular. You got Bleachers, Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Yeah, it kind of falls off a little bit at that point. Um, a lot of the artists don't have as huge names. And then we get into a whole bunch more of the like kind of pop punk realm stuff with All Time Low, uh, Young Bloods playing. Obviously, that gets the younger pop punk crew. St. John's great. St. John's on the lineup. We have Corday. I think that Corday is probably going to be one of the best rap performances that we're going to be getting this year. We have Willow, of course, Willow Smith. Personally not a fan, but I mean, she's kind of part of that whole younger pop punk crew now, so I could see how she kind of fits this bill. Uh, then we have Ash Nico, which I've had a ton of people tell me to listen to Ash Nico. Not really my thing, but definitely once again fits into that younger pop punk vibe. And the Manchester Orchestra, who of course is also on the When We Were Young Fest. Cold War Kids, they played Firefly a bunch of times. Uh, we got Princess Nokia, another one of the artists that kind of fits into the younger pop punk crew. Benny the Butcher, of course, like one of the, the big hitter rappers right now, but you know, more from less of a mainstream audience. San Holo, more EDM, Loud Luxury, more EDM. Um, yeah, at this point, the lineup kind of like really falls off and doesn't really have a whole bunch of names that I'd be too excited for. Matt Mason, of course, has made some noise. Uh, Wolf Alice made some noise. Gus Dapperton. Yeah, I mean, at this point, the lineup really kind of falls off. Doesn't really have a whole lot going on with it. I mean, you have Mod Sun kind of towards the bottom. Mod Sun, of course, is also kind of part of the whole like Warp Tour crew. I think that this is a solid lineup for a specific group of people, but I don't think that it really has the mainstream appeal that a lot of the Firefly lineups have had in the past. Um, I think that, you know, having My Chemical Romance is clearly going to be huge for them. But besides from that, um, I'm not really too sure how excited people are going to be for this, except for, you know, the under 25 crew. Firefly last year kind of felt the same way. I only ended up going for two days. Um, it rained on Thursday, and I didn't really have my shit together by that point. Wasn't really too sure what I was doing, so I didn't end up going for Thursday, which is when Billie Eilish played. And then um, on Friday, Wiz Khalifa played. There was uh, The Killers. I wasn't there for that either. I actually got to see The Killers there in 2018, front row, so I was pretty okay with missing that. Um, and then I ended up going for Saturday and Sunday, 
Um, I camped out for the two for just those two days. One of the standout performances for me was absolutely MGK. Like him or not, he killed it in terms of being a performer and just being up on that stage looking like a rock star. So that was probably the highlight of Firefly for me last year. And then besides from that, I just felt like I saw a bunch of newer artists. Denzel Curry was definitely also a standout. Oliver Tree was great, but it really just felt like a lot of just the new artists, the new up-and-coming stuff, it really kind of missed that whole like band feel that Firefly really had in the beginning with a bunch of artists that people from all kinds of generations uh, really came out to see. I think one of Firefly's biggest downfalls at this point are all of the huge rock acts that they got in the beginning, like Red Hot Chili Peppers, Tom Petty, uh, Paul McCartney, all these artists that really had like such a massive massive um pool behind them that i really don't think that any of these newer artists could possibly get today of course the highlight of any of the fireflies for me was getting to see eminem even eminem i feel like really pulls like people from all kinds of generations to come out i mean obviously you're pulling the pop punk crew for this lineup but i really don't know how far it's gonna go beyond that here in fact there's probably a bunch of mainstream uh mainstream music fans that are gonna just look at this and and give it a pass unless you know they're coming out for the newer stuff like uh the kid Leroy or somebody along those lines yeah um overall i think that this lineup is decent i think that maybe like a day pass to go see my chemical romance might be in order i don't know if i see myself camping out for four days for this it's always a good time regardless especially if you've never been before always worth the time but of all the lineups that they've had in the past um pretty close to the middle i would say that 2019 was probably one of the worst lineups they ever had uh that was the year where the headliners were panic at the disco travis scott and post malone and even looking back on that hey you know what that one might even be better than this one you had tyler the creator there zed again i don't know it's just it's really interesting to see the different directions that this festival decides to take every year compared to all of the other festivals across the country of course living in delaware this is something that I'd prefer to go to this than travel anywhere else, so obviously be looking at the Firefly lineup first over anything else. But yeah, that's that's um that's my initial reaction to this Firefly lineup. Of course, tickets are going to be probably close to $400. The festival is going to be taking place from uh, Thursday, September 22nd through Sunday, September 25th. I do like the September switch. I do also think that it kind of changes the whole vibe of everything. It's not over the top hop hot while you're there once uh the nighttime acts start you definitely gotta if you decide to wear shorts or something you gotta kind of go back to your tent or wherever you were and kind of get changed so that you're ready for it to be cold at night so that kind of changes up the vibe a little in terms of the way you're camping the way you're dressing at the festival but i do understand why they've decided to make that change to having it in september as opposed to in june when they used to always have it. So yeah, that's my initial reaction to the Firefly lineup for 2022. This has been another episode of Zack Attacks. I have an awesome interview coming up at the end of this week with uh, Ty Mathis, probably one of the coolest, most interesting Delaware artists that I've met so far, and I'm really excited to give that to everybody.